Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from Diana. She emailed us to say, Hey Amy, my five-year-old daughter has a clear and strong preference for my in-laws versus my own parents. I think this is because she saw more of them when she was little, so she's more comfortable with them. But it hurts my feelings, and it also hurts theirs. I understand that kids are going to like different family members differently, and I never want to force my kids to feel they have to fake feelings towards others, but I'm struggling with how to get her to act at least respectfully towards my parents. She's very honest about her feelings. She'll say she doesn't want them to come over, doesn't want them to sit next to her, doesn't want them to stay when they do come over. She'll say they were old and smelly. She says this to me, in front of them, or sometimes directly to them. To further complicate matters, I need my parents to help with childcare, so it's not an option for her to avoid them. I hoped by seeing them more, she would warm up, and she usually does have a good time with them when she settles in, but she's still saying hurtful things. I would greatly appreciate any advice on making the situation more manageable. Okay, Diana, I think I can help here. Let's separate out the issues. There's your daughter's feelings about the situation. There's your parents' feelings about the situation. There are your own feelings here, but what really matters are your daughter's feelings causing the problem and your parents' feelings on the receiving end, and then, of course, your daughter's behavior. The first thing that you want to rule out is, is there more to your daughter's resistance? I'm sure you've thought of this already, and I'm sure you've ruled this out already. If you're sure that there's nothing more serious underpinning your daughter's resistance to spending time with your parents, and sounds like there's no reason you should think that, especially because you say once she settles in, she's fine with them. In that case, then feelings are acceptable and behavior is not acceptable. There might be some secondary gain that your kid is getting from saying these things, or she probably wouldn't be doing it. It could still be working for her if people are saying, hey, don't say that to me. Oh, Or if she feels like she's getting more positive attention, so they won't say that to her. If these things come out in response to, it's time to get ready for bed, it's time to sit down for dinner, it's time to wash your hands. If these things are being said in moments of frustration, then that's something to consider, that it's your daughter expressing frustration at these moments. If she's saying it on the way in, to try to get a reaction out of somebody, that's another way that she could be getting secondary gain. You don't say how you or your parents react in the moment, so it's hard for me to know for sure. If Margaret were answering this, she might say you just blank face it. The fun stops. The fun stops when you say something mean. I suspect you would say, well, we kind of tried that and that's not working. So I'm going to give you things that you might try to say and do that are more active. 
Most five-year-olds are developmentally capable of having empathy, and they are also able to control their impulses. So there's another bit of detective work you could do here. Is your daughter also saying these things to her friends at school? Is your daughter also saying these things to her teachers and the guy at the ice cream store? If so, then maybe she needs a little scaffolding around impulse control. She might need help learning more appropriate ways to express her frustration. You can use these hurtful moments as teachable moments for fostering emotional intelligence, and you should. If, however, this is limited to your parents and she's not acting like this with other people, and again, if you're sure that there's not another reason underpinning her resistance, then your daughter is old enough to understand and to be told that this behavior won't fly. Carl Pickart, he's a psychologist, he suggests that parents on the receiving end of an insult or something like this, pause, take a deep breath, and then use an I statement. You've probably heard about this in terms of couples counseling, but an I statement means using a word about yourself, removing the emotional charge stuff, you stop talking to me like that young lady. I feel, when you say that to me, I feel this way. Encourage your parents to do the same thing. When you say that, I'm old and smelly. It makes me feel so sad. She might need to have that explained to her. She might not totally be making that connection yet, and you are doing her a service by walking that through. There's also when-then statements that you can try. When you are able to ask me more nicely, then I will get you a snack. When you tell me that I'm old and smelly, then it makes me need to go sit over here for a while and not play with you. There are things you can do to help her understand that there are costs to this and things she has the power to change. Of course, your parents' feelings are hurt and they're probably not sure what to do in response. They don't want to do anything to further complicate their relationship with their granddaughter. But just letting this fly might not be what your daughter needs in order to grow into the emotional intelligence that she's going to need. That being said, don't make the mistake of simply pointing out, hey, don't say that. Make sure you're starting by sharing your point of view. I feel hurt. Nana feels hurt. Nana should say, I feel hurt when you say things like that. You can't argue with it. And it will help your child become more empathetic to how her words affect others. It's not just okay for them to explain to her that their feelings are hurt and they don't like when she says that. It might actually be necessary. She's five. Like you said, she doesn't need them in the same room with her on top of them. If she's having a bad day, if she says you're old and smelly, then she doesn't get the gift of grandma on the floor playing Barbies with her for the next hour. Those things don't go together. And it's okay for her to learn that lesson. I totally understand your own hurt feelings around this, by the way, that your daughter is treating your in-laws, your spouse's parents differently than yours. I totally understand that. Don't stay in those hurt feelings. Move through them. Tell your daughter that in your house you have a new rule, which is that you're going to speak nicely to people and then gently correct every time this happens. She's going to need this. She's going to need this for school. So you are actually doing the right thing. Don't be afraid to hold the line. Send us your parenting questions, and we might answer yours next. Email us, questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back 
with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.